Lord, I was born a rambling man. This is Rocks and Dirt. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Rocks and Dirt. I am Mike Harper, along with Todd Rindley and Steve Graham. Hey, guys, I'm just trying to make a living doing the best I can. That's what we're doing tonight with uh, classic rock and sports. We thought we'd go back to the A's and start with Allman Brothers Band tonight. Uh, They started in 1969 with brothers Dwayne and uh, Greg, of course. Uh, Went through a lot of changes over the years, but really, really hit hard in that early 70s with... Uh, the Allman Brothers Band album. They had Whipping Post. They had Memory of Elizabeth Reed. But I found them, Steve, at live at the Fillmore East in 1971. That's, oh, that's that a was my, album. That's my a first album. Uh, impressions of them. Yeah. Now, Todd is moving up to uh, 1973. Oh, did I jump ahead? That's all right. This <laughs> is this is Jessica. This is on the Brothers and Sisters album. Also a very fine album. Isn't that cool? When I, I love the Almond Dickie Brothers. Dickie Betts. Yeah. Probably that, that's one of his. Richard Betts. Uh, I, I have two sons, uh, naturally born sons, and our first son's name is Michael. My second son's name uh, is Gary. When both of them were born, uh, if it was if they would have been a girl, uh, we were going to name Jessica. Really? And after my second son was born, driving home from the hospital, that song came on. Huh. Jessica. You <laughs> should have been a Jessica. Instrumental. Yeah. <laughs> and how many of us can do the air guitar on that song all the way through? All the way. Yeah. yeah you can probably play it on a guitar, but well, I can, we can do that. Uh, I can of hack can it up do. pretty good. <laughs> so, Allman Brothers Band, pretty high on, on my list. Um, other other uh, songs include we Blue Sky. That's another Richard Betts song, and so is Ramblin' Man. Yeah. Yeah, they were the Almond Brothers were one of the first bands to uh, they they mixed elements of blues, jazz, and country music and uh, out of Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, where you know Leonard Skinner and all the other Southern bands that after them came also. But uh, they kind of they did the dual harmony lead guitar thing. They were one of the first to really do that in a rock context. Yeah, in Southern rock is what they called it. But they're they were a little bit more diverse than most of the later Southern rock bands that came after them. But uh, what song is that we're listening to right now? That's one way out, but it's a, a one way out, but it's a, it's an old Sonny Boy Williamson song yeah. that they that they made their own uh, on, and there's a great version on that. That it must Fillmore be an East instrumental live. because yeah. I don't hear any singing. No, oh. that's the one we do. Yeah, we I, do that. Maybe one. it just takes a while for them to start singing. <laughs> yeah, they're just jamming out. Uh, also, one of the first bands to to employ two drummers. Yep, which is a little bit of an extravagance, I suppose, isn't it? Uh, Derek Trucks is uh, the offspring of Butch Trucks, the original drummer. And Jai Johanny Jamo Johansson. What? Yeah, I believe he's still still with us. Those he's are still... the two drummers. Yeah, uh, Butch Trucks and Johnny Jai Johansson. There were some other bands later in the seventies that had two drummers. There was uh, Doobie Brothers. The Doobie Brothers. Yeah, that's the most. And there was uh, the Charlie Daniels Band, Thirty Eight Special. Uh, is that right? Two drummers. Yeah, I did I mean, not know that. We all learned. But something yeah, the Almond Brothers were the first two. Two great guitar players that, you, that played 
a lot of dual harmony leads, and they're both great songwriters, too. Dwayne Allman was known for his mostly his, his slide playing. He was the leader of the group. Right. And he, uh, and he also brought the jazz. He was really into, like, Miles Davis and John Coltrane and all these uh, modal jazz guys. Yeah. And he brought that. And uh, Richard Betts, Dickie Betts, he brought a lot of the more of a country influence. And Greg Allman, a lot of blues influence. He had the bluesiest voice even when he was a young guy. Dwayne, Dwayne was doing a lot of stuff. He was doing a lot of studio things. Oh, yeah. He was playing with some great players, and I bet you can name some of them. Okay. And um, and he just said, you know what, I want to do something different. And he called his brother and called him in because Greg is a great singer. Yeah. I mean, he is so good. Uh, organ, too. Uh, yeah. Hammond organ. But uh, yeah, you're right. I think I think that uh, Dwayne made the slide cool. I mean, I guess yeah. it was cool when Robert Johnson was doing it, but he brought it into uh, different kind of things and really made it popular. And uh, Butch Trucks' nephew, Derek Trucks, Trucks, he's kind of carrying on the Dwayne Allman slide guitar tradition. He played with the Allman Brothers uh, during their last few years when he was really young, and he's still going. He's got his own band, the Derek Trucks Band. He, he kind of. Uh, real, real diverse, but he he plays. He's known for that slide, that slide style from yeah. Dwayne Allman. But he's Butch Trucks. He plays with a lot of classics guys now, as a much younger player than, than some of these guys. Uh, Todd, you mentioned uh, Dwayne Allman played with other people. Of course, he was uh, he played with Eric Clapton, Derek and the Dominoes, Derek the Layla. And, yeah. Also, I didn't know this until I learned the song uh, to teach a student. That opening riff for Layla. Uh, Eric Clapton didn't write. He wrote the song, but he didn't write that opening riff. Dwayne Allman wrote that opening okay. riff and, and showed it to Eric or something. I didn't know that until I was doing some research and learning the song. Da 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 da. I'm talking about the rock, the original rock. Yeah, that play, is not not the slower one that, that that Eric Clapton later did. Yeah, which he originally, I think Eric Clapton originally wrote it as a slow song, but then turned it into the rocker that was on the Derek of the Big Hit. Well, it was maybe '71 or something. Yeah, late '70. But Dwayne Allman was a big part of that album while he was still in the Al- with the Allman Brothers band. Sadly, too. Dwayne Allman passed away in 1971 in a motorcycle accident. And just barely over a year later, uh, Barry Oakley, the bass player for the Allman Brothers, passed away the very same way, near, very close to the very same place. Almost the same place in Macon, Georgia. On a motor, bo- they were both motorcycle, motorcycle accidents. Motorcycle accidents, yeah. So devastating to the band, obviously, and their families. Uh, but they continued on, and over the years, they've had a lot of transformations uh, in band formation. Of course, Greg Gauman has since passed on as well, but uh, they kept going for a long time. Oh, listen, Hammond Organ. That's that's actually Derek Trucks right there. I've oh, okay. Been, I've been looking it's for some cool. Derek Trucks. Wow. Hey, what's the guy cool. from the, uh, I'm sorry, this, I'm kind of getting off. No, uh, the guy from the Government Mule. Warren Haynes. Warren Haynes also is yeah, a good player. He and, and Alan played. Woody, the bass player, uh, they they they. they Played together in the Almond Brothers when they reformed in the '90s and started their own group. Actually, it was the '80s. They started their own group, Government Government Mule. That Alan Woody passed away at a young age, the yeah. bass player. But yeah, Warren Haynes. I remember. Uh, I think it was Donnie Howes when he when he passed away. He said, "Well, my favorite bass player, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go." Uh, he was joking about going over and uh, auditioning. Oh <laughs> wow! But yeah, he was good. Alan Woody. Yeah. Uh, what was the band called again? I just government said, Mule. And they spell it G-O-V-T, period. Yeah. They don't have government written out. So if you look it up, G-O-V-T. Apostrophe T. Uh, yeah, Government Mule. It's a great classic rock. I think they're a power trio, but they may have a keyboard player now. I think they're still going. I think Warren Haynes is still doing Government Mule. Great oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Here it is. This is Government Mule. And check check out that uh, that rotary speaker on the guitar. 
I uh, I really got a little nuts with Rotary Speaker on guitars yeah. after I heard this. The Beatles album. used to do that too on guitars. Yeah, it's so cool. I think Clapton did too. You ever heard this, Mike? I have not. This is Hang on a second. I've never heard this either. This is Derek Trucks. No, Government Mule. Government Mule. Yeah. Offshoots of the Almond Brothers band. Yeah, just guys that, you know, we were always talking about if you like this band, you'll like that band. Well, right. Government Mule and Derek Trucks are the guys that you would really love if you miss the Almond Brothers. And they Brothers. were both the guitar players yeah, in the latter day uh, Almond Brothers band. Yeah. I think Richard Betts left in uh, about 20 years ago in 2002. Well, if you look at their uh, past members, there's about 20 of them. So the Allman yeah. Brothers <laughs> stood the test of but time. But the original lineup were the guys that the original, I guess it was what, six or seven guys. Yeah, That'd seven. Be Dwayne Allman, Greg Allman, Dickie Betts, Barry Oakley on bass, Bush Trucks, and J Mo Johansson on drums. Yeah. That's the original. And I like to bring up the lists. That is amazing. You go to Rolling Stone magazine, the greatest artist of all time. Uh, they list the Almond Brothers as number 52. <laughs> right about the middle. Yeah, I'm starting to react. <laughs> I, I, I came really close to reacting. Out here. But, you know, 52, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I'd like okay. to spring that on you. What, what was I'd the number? 15 or Number 52 out of 100. Wow. Uh, the greatest artists That's true. of all time. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, they're giving them some love. Uh, number one was the Beatles. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, and number two was Bob Dylan. Sorry, I'm sorry. I have to bring it up every week. <laughs> you know, you just won't let it go. Let it go, Mike. Oh, goodness. Allman Brothers, our uh, Artist of the Week this week on Rocks and Dirt. We pause now for station identification. This is the Tuxedo Cats Podcast Network. Hey, we need to talk about the Crazy Cajun again. I talked about them uh, a couple weeks ago, but we love that place. We play there often, but even if uh, we happen to have an off week, I go there and eat because the place is I noticed that. is really, really good. Yeah, you post food, and most of the time it's not all that interesting, but when you post food, you post really good food. Yeah, because I, mean, I know how to presentation. eat. Presentation. <laughs> I mean, look at me. <laughs> Cajun cuisine. Yeah, at but, its finest. Absolutely, I love that place. And uh, what is it I like? Etouffee. They they fry this catfish and they etouffee. pour etouffee over the top of it. Yeah. I've had that. That's my favorite. It is incredible. Yeah. And anyway, we're going to be back there on October first, so I want to plug that Thursday and, night. Uh, yeah, Thursday night. Uh, I got to get this podcast out pretty quick because that's in a couple of days. I'm looking forward to it. We've taken we've taken two weeks off. I'm ready too. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. The trio we. We rock out. We, we we throw down some Cajun stuff. Yeah. And uh, once we've uh, earned our supper, then hey. we then we start throwing in some <laughs> you know, tree, rock trio stuff. Almond Brothers even, and uh, you know the Van Halen, the Who. Uh, those are not trios. We do some trio. We do Z Top, Z Top, Cream. Yeah, they're almost like Cream. trios because they have a lead singer and a three piece band, so it's kind of the same. Uh, yeah. Feel to it. Uh, but we are obligated by contract to play some Cajun, so we determined that if you end any song in the key of G, right, it's Cajun. You got yourself a Cajun song, <laughs> right? That's yeah, Cajun. That's the way we do it. I, G I, chord, fellers. G yeah. chord. <laughs> Neighborhood of G. So please join us October first and the following Thursday, which would be what the eighth, I guess. Right. Yes, um, and I think maybe the, the one after that. The one after that. Okay. We'll so have three in that? a row. What is that? Eight plus seven. Uh, uh, 15, 15, I believe. Yeah, 15. 15. Yeah. Right. So those, uh, we said one, I was told there'd be no math eight, in this podcast. and 15, we're going to be there. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we're going to have, uh, uh, what is it you do every year? 
A praise share. We're going to do the praise share. Yeah, so we'll, KV any radio. We'll kind of sort of rest. Yeah, take I'll rest. Break. You'll work. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll just keep working. I'll, yeah. I'll be listening to some tunes in between now and then. Yeah. Anyway, we love the folks who come out to the Crazy Cajun and see the, the, the trio. Uh, we get a lot of the same ones who kind of love the Zeppelin and love the... Ted Nugent or you know, love the, the harder rock stuff. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, yeah. Floyd. Who knew we were going to do the Pink Floyd as a trio? Yeah. Some uh, Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix, too. Yeah. So we're loving that and loving uh, seeing you out there um, most Thursday nights at <laughs> Crazy Cajun at 6.30. We seem to play more Credence, Queerwater Revival there. That's hard to say. Credence, Queerwater Revival. We do. Uh, uh, they sounded Cajun, but they were from Northern California, but it's... They got some swampy lyrics. Swampy, yeah. yeah. So we do so, a lot of that at the crazy. So that kind of works out as well. Well, this is the Rocks and Dirt's Rocks and Dirt podcast. Mike, Todd, and Steve, as we look toward the the sports side of the podcast. This is the dirt side. This is the local sports or the regional sports. Steve, as we talked about earlier, the the stars are at crunch time. They're they're in the throes of the championship series. The Dallas Stars, uh, actually, they're going to start playing game six as as we're taping this. So by the time you hear this, we, we may know who the Stanley Cup champion is, and we hope it's the Dallas Stars. They staved, staved off, staved off elimination Saturday night. Uh, in Best of seven series. Yes, and they, they came back and won in double overtime uh, Saturday night. So this is going to be game six. So they have to win twice and beat the Tampa Bay Lightning twice. And it's kind of been back and forth in this series. And well, you love to see a good series. Yeah. Hockey's fun, too. It's, it's, it's got me back into it, which is cool. I like it. Todd, I saw, didn't you I go to a, a, a... I went to a hockey game one time. Yeah, I cool. think I remember seeing, hearing about I that. I need to find some hockey sounds. <laughs> if, I'm playing, if I'm playing hockey sounds, it means I found them. Okay. <laughs> find them. Well, you know, puck or hope for the best. So the best of seven series, the Dallas Stars... At the time of this taping, down three games to two, we wish them the best. Now, the Dallas Cowboys, it's still early in the season. They've had a couple of close heartbreakers, but they're one and two. Every game's been close, and the game last week they won, they probably shouldn't have won, and the game, the two games they've lost, they should have won or could have won. But yesterday, uh, they played the Seattle Seahawks, and Russell Wilson's playing. He's on fire right now. He's the best quarterback. What's their in the record, right Seattle Seahawks? Now. I don't. I'm not even but sure. They're, but they're a but formidable they're, foe. Yeah, I think they're 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 three and zero. I'm Here, pretty you, sure. I've been waiting to use that, Todd. Formidable foe. And Dallas is. I'll write that down. Pretty good. <laughs> but the defense is banged up, and they're. There's a lot of holes in the defense. A lot of injuries. Injuries, yeah. yeah. That's usually the problem with but teams that lose. Every, every one of these games has been a shootout where every team just... just are they high-scoring games? They are, yeah. All, all three of these games. Well, are those are fun to watch. They're fun to watch. On your TV. I like to see some defense, especially on my, my team's side. But, yeah. You know. Not this year, so far. So far, but yeah. it's been exciting, but it's been maddening. It's, it's young. The year is young, and so are, so are you. Uh, we've also got uh, the playoffs in baseball. We're get, getting kicked off now. Playoff, baseball playoffs. Uh, no Rangers, but they're playing in Arlington. Yeah. New stadium. Yeah. They're not playing every game in Arlington, which w- that would be a logistical challenge, but they're playing a lot of them. And the World Series will be played at our own Arlington Stadium. Chuck Morgan will be calling those games, our announcer there. Uh, they also play, they play some playoff games in Houston. There'll be some in L.A., and there's one other. And your I Cincinnati can't... Reds made the playoffs for the first yeah, time. Yeah, thanks a while, for remembering. Right? Yeah, yeah, the Cincinnati Reds first time since 2013. They made the 
made the playoffs on a 60 game season. They got hot in September, and that's what it takes, yeah. Steve. Oh, yeah. You got to be, you just got to play 500 ball all year. And if you get hot in September, you got a yeah. shot. And so they finished just a couple games over 500. Uh, they're in. And here's the way I look at it I've been doing this a long time. You're not going to win the whole thing. Nobody wins the whole thing. Okay, one, well, yeah, one team does. One team does, <laughs> but what are the odds that it's going to be your team? Uh, You're likely going to finish disappointed. And I hate to be a downer about that, but enjoy the process. Cowboys, stars, enjoy the the yeah. ride. You know, you, you may not go all the way. In fact, there's a good chance you won't. But you just want to be competitive. Right. You, know, you just want to be in the hunt. and uh, Be competitive. That's the, that's the key. Yeah. If you're, I, mean, I if wish you're, the Raiders were competitive, maybe. This year they were not. No. Uh, but you know, so. now, there's, now there's next year, and we come back, and we look forward. Love the game. That's well, why we The Cowboys watch. are competitive. I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah. They're heavy, they've had three close games. They've come up short on two of them. But yeah. there's still a lot of games to play. Rocks and Dirt, brought to you by the Tuxedo Cats. Todd is our producer. Todd, would you like to add anything? Before I, we I thought you guys, uh, I really want to talk about some local things. Uh, I, I don't, uh, Lindale is, is three and two, I believe, if, if that's right. Oh, the Lindale, oh, the Lindale Eagles. Eagles. Yes. Right. Um, I was looking for uh, Bullard, but I don't see it on here, so I won't talk about that. But hey, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about what's going on about the uh, with the half a million dollar man? Half a million dollar man? The, the, half a billion dollars. <laughs> right. Yeah. Half a billion well, dollars. As, as he's called the best player in football. Recording. Uh, they'll be playing the Kansas City Chiefs and with Patrick Mahomes, our own Patrick Mahomes, will be playing the Baltimore Ravens, who were a, t- were a tough playoff team last year. And they have a, they have a hot quarterback themselves, Lamar Jackson. It's really fun to watch. And uh, What is their record right now? Chiefs. Uh, I believe they're 3 now. They almost lost to a rookie quarterback last week with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, but they pulled that one out. Of course, Mahomes brought him back, you know. Like, a lot of big comebacks, but, uh, yeah, big game tonight with Baltimore. Steve, you do any betting on these games? You make it interesting? No, no, I just I – used, I used to bet with a, with a friend on, or friends on the Super Bowl. Or what I do I, – I, I don't play fantasy football, but I do a little thing where you pick a team. It's like a knockout elimination thing. You pick one team. Yeah. Uh, at playoff time or through the no, season? No, just through the season. I do it on, on ESPN.com just, uh-huh. to, just for something to watch. For five and, bucks in? And the team, no, 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 no money. This is just for fun. Just, oh. just, just for entertainment. Just to watch. Just something to, uh, yeah, I've, I've never really bet on sports because I, I, I worry about the Cowboys anyway or whatever. I'd, I'd be. Whether you bet or not. Right, yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just fun yeah. to watch. I know a lot of people who say they don't bet on sports. Yeah. <laughs> or fantasy football is a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Rose? talking about Pete Rose? Rose? <laughs> <laughs> he finally bet on his own team to win. Team. <laughs> to win, of course. Uh, it's an entirely different podcast. Las Vegas has an NFL <laughs> team now, too. <laughs> have oh, we, right. we haven't done that podcast, have we? Uh, have we? Yeah, we, we, we I think Pete Rose. Yeah, we oh, went Pete Rose uh, a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Now I remember. Okay. I've taken some verbal beatings about Pete Rose over the years. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> You're a diehard fan, man. <laughs> All right. Well, well, this is a podcast called Rocks and Dirt. Thank you for joining us, and I hope that you will each and every week. Thanks to Todd for putting these podcasts together. Steve, as always, for your statistical knowledge and expertise, and just being you. I'm Mike Carper. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Lois, I'm coming home to see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.